This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. It didn't take me long to realize that the best thing about being a dad is that you get your own holiday. Father's Day, in which people are obligated to get you presents. Shopping for the perfect Father's Day gift can be tough, but ManCrates.com makes it really easy. ManCrates builds awesome gifts for guys. They take stuff guys love, like sports, survival gear, even machetes, and packs them into a wooden crate and ships it right to your door. Go to ManCrates.com slash stew to check out all their crates and give your dad an unforgettable gift this Father's Day. ManCrates.com slash stew I am uh, uh, back from bubonic plague. I had the 24-hour bubonic plague, and uh, and so, what are you gonna do? You had a rough week, man. Yeah, when the I really did. <laughs> I really did. I think yeah. it might have been the black plague. Mm-hmm. I think it might have been. I, I, you know, I've been bitten by rats. They've been gnawing on my feet at night. As they sleep, so maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know if you remember. I, I, I kind of mentioned to you at one point you should stop the rats from gnawing at your feet. Don't just let them do it. I don't, know I don't you, think you did say that. Oh, ah, crap. Meant to, meant to. Had you said that, uh, I think I would have put a stop to it because mm-hmm. that would have been good advice mm-hmm. in retrospect. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody's Absolutely. got twenty twenty hindsight. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Apparently, there was a police pool party that went awry. Uh, I don't think the police were actually at the pool party. I think <laughs> they no, came no, to. No, no, they no. were. Yeah, they were. They were the police were uh, were having a pool party. It was and like a, some chicks came. It was the and, beginning uh, police before a pool party. They, yeah, no, things I, got out of hand. Maybe so. not exactly what happened. That's exactly. Watch, watch. <laughs> Here's you, the video. You, you be the judge. Here's the video. Okay. Uh, this is at the police down. officers' pool party. There's one of the officers there with the gut hanging out, and. Uh, Apparently it turns ugly here with this one particular uh, individual in a bikini. Realize the police wear bikinis. That's not a, no. She's not an officer. Oh. Okay. For some reason, oh. the officer takes down the girl in the bikini. That's not cool. Oh, good golly! Come on! Whoa! Whoa, come on. I mean, do we have any indication of what she did to deserve that? Or uh, she was black. That's uh, the indication that we have. Uh, yep. In fact, I think it was Vox today that wrote that. How do you stop cops from bothering you if you're black? Stop being black. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, you like. I mean, I, look. That didn't look like. I, it's hard to take the, anyone the worst seriously part as a threat. Was where he drew his gun. 
Yeah, yeah. That that looked like it was out of control. It is actually really hard to take anyone seriously as a threat when they're in a two-piece bathing suit. It is. Uh, it's very difficult. I don't know it why is. that is, but I mean, I, look, I'm no, you know, certainly no officer, but like you look at the footage, and I think at some point. Um, you know, officers are going to, you're going to stop seeing these videos because officers are going to realize that these videos keep popping up. And at some point, you just have to just, I, I don't know what you do. I mean, if you really feel your life is in danger, you got to do what you got to do. But every single time, I mean, the large, the big extent of this essentially is that she was pushed down into the grass, mm -hmm. which is not, look, no one wants to be pushed down into the grass, but it's, it's hardly the Armenian genocide. Right. Um, so again, <laughs> I know you like that phrase, so, uh, but it's hardly that. So I don't, I don't know that it was that big of a deal, but of course it is now the biggest deal in the world that this poor woman who, uh, I, there was some big fight that broke out there. You know, look, is a, is a, is a woman in a bikini or a girl in a bikini, you know, a real threat? Didn't seem like she was a real threat, but you know, didn't look like it. You know, also, I don't know that this is, you're pretty sure she doesn't have a gun on her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it would be very hard to hide. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, they're just kind of relaxing, maxing and relaxing right there at this community pool party. And I guess I got a couple of guys who were up to no good started making trouble in their neighborhood. Uh, he, she got uh -huh. in one little fight and her mom got scared and said they're moving with their auntie and uncle to Bel Air. I think that's a little extreme. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, one little mm -hmm. fight and you're going to move to Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, it's a little more expensive than McKinney. It is quite. Uh, although, you'll see there, and McKinney's a nice area. It's town. very nice, yeah. It's not, you know, you're not talking about the, uh, the, the ghetto. The, yeah, it was at the McKinney neighborhood pool, nice. right? I mean, yeah, the, it was a neighborhood it pool. You could tell it's a nice middle to upper middle class neighborhood. Um, McKinney's a great suburb of Dallas. They do a really nice Christmas uh, celebration there in the town. We've yeah. gone to that a couple times. Really yeah. nice, yeah. So, um, I, you know, I doubt they have a lot of racial incidents in McKinney between police and, and the residents, but I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Oh, yeah. They responded, though, to uh, uh, apparently some calls claimed that they were actively fighting. So they stopped by, encountered the large crowd that refused to comply with police commands. So she, she apparently wouldn't do something they told her to. But sometimes they're unreasonable when they show up like this. And it's like, well, why? Why do I have to do that? And then they won't tell you why. Right. They just start manhandling you. Just start, you have to lay on the, I, on the yeah. dirt face down with, your, with yeah. your bikini. How many times have you been told that? Yeah, well, uh, too many times that, that, that I can count. Thank you. Probably. <laughs> now... If that's his taser, I no, it's his gun. It looks right? like his gun. Stinking revolver, man. That is unreal. That's not a good. That's not a good. Not a good maneuver. I mean, no. look. If you, we all will sit here, and we have many times defended officers for taking out their weapons in situations where they've been criticized for. Because look, mm. you don't know. You're surrounded by 30, 40 people. You don't know what's going on. Did not seem like that was a a no. good uh, use of it there. A taser, maybe you could at least uh, justify it, like to at some level. But again, that, not to use it, but at least to pull it out potentially. Mm -hmm. But did not look like that was the situation. Again, I, you know, I'm not there. I'm not doing police office. I'm not doing police work. I'm, you know, these things have never gone wrong. I, I don't know somebody who was at an incident like this who's dead now. You know, so I can understand that it, mm -hmm. you're trying to protect yourself. Um, but you're right, Pat. I think that there's a use of intimidation with the, with the police um, that is. At some level, understandable. I mean, when you you have to you have to at some point sort of lay down a level of I'm taking control of the situation. Some some yeah. some vibe of that because the bottom line is if you don't do that, situations tend to escalate. 
And most of the time when you do that, situations are going to, most people are going to be like, all right, whoa, 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 and back off. Occasionally it doesn't happen, and when these, that's when these things start to get And it's always best up. just to comply. But it's really difficult when you're not doing anything wrong and you're just standing around outside your community pool party and some cop is telling you to get down on your face and put your hands behind your back. I don't want to be handcuffed. I haven't been. Why? I didn't do anything. Am I in America? Now, I don't know that that's what right. happened there, but yeah. it, it looks like it was something like that. And uh, so I, I don't know. You know, it's hard to say who's in the wrong and who's who's right there. Uh, you need to see the, le- the lead up. And you'll notice that with a lot of these videos, you don't see the lead up. Right. You don't see right. what happened before the video camera. Uh, and, and whether it was turned on or not before that, you don't know either. It's just the part of the video that's released tends to always be the worst part for the officer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you don't know what happened leading up to this. That being said, you know, you can only judge it by what you know at this time until we actually have the result of an investigation. And, and we found it uh, quite beneficial over the years to wait until you actually have an investigation before ruling on these things. Because so many times you hear things like, Michael Brown was standing there and he was giving to charity as his hands were up in the air and he was feeding orphans with his feet and then a police officer with a bazooka walked up and just started firing at him and then like you find out later on oh actually no he was he had already been in an altercation with the officer he was trying to pull the officer out of his own police car uh none of that stuff was actually true he had just come from a burglary scene blah 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 well the charity work was true Right. Oh, he okay. was feeding he was doing... the orphans with yeah. his feet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is right. true. That, right. that part orphans was true. homeless. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> I didn't want that part of the story destroyed. Oh no, no, no! Don't, don't ruin important. that. Mm-hmm. That's that's way important. Uh, and you know, here's the other thing about that: uh, no one died. So, the McKinney, Texas thing. Yeah. Right? Nobody, nobody got killed. I'm Nobody's usually the one dead. bringing this sort of point up. I'm surprised you are. You're okay with that? Yeah, bringing that point I'm, up? I mean, yes. Uh, it's. Are we blow, we're blowing it. We're seeing it because it's a girl in a bikini, and she's decent looking. I, I think that's why we're seeing this one. You know, oh, it's interesting because a cop took down a girl in a bikini, and you rarely see that. Yeah, it is, and, and not even just because she's, you know, whatever. If she's good looking or not, it's just like the idea of like it seems like a character that can't be a threat. Yes, a girl in a bikini. Yeah. I just, I mean. I mean, it just doesn't feel like threat material. I mean, Transporter 2 proved that wrong, the documentary. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it can, mm-hmm. <laughs> it can happen. But it's, uh, it's yeah. unlikely that, that she's going to pull out a couple of machine guns and just start spraying the area when she's in her lingerie. That, I mean, that did happen, in, again, in Transporter 2. But that's, that, that's a documentary. Right. It, it's a documentary because it's highlighting a rare occurrence. You know? Sure. sure. Uh, it's not common. And she pulled them out from what? Uh, it seemed like, I guess, in the back of her um, lingerie uh, somehow. Really? The, the issue. Yeah, she had lingerie. It was a bikini. Okay. It was, that is true. To be, to be fair, it was a lingerie. And, and, and she's now, unfortunately, passed away. Oh, she no. was uh, kicked um, by um, a, a driver uh, into a large wall of spikes. Now, see, that hurts. You, don't want, that you hurts. do not want that to Whether be part you of your day. you have clothes on or not. Yeah, well. <laughs> now, look, if the officer had kicked this woman in a bikini into a large wall of spikes... We're talking about a different story. We are, we are highlighting this. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a big story on this program. Fortunately, that did not happen. And th- th- I'm very glad it did not happen. This is my issue here, Pat, with this. And I, I like to bring this point up, but I'm, I'm, I, I agree with you on bringing this up as an issue. And I, 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 we probably are, will be beat up for it a little bit. But it's like, there are times in your life that you go through things that suck. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's... Fr- I think when it's a police officer... And he makes your life miserable for an hour, 30 seconds, two hours. 
we tend to make it into a bigger deal because it's this it's obviously the long arm of the law and i understand why especially from a person who's not you know not in love with everything the government does i can understand being skeptical of that but it's like you could easily walk into a bar and get punched in the face by some drunk guy uh and your life is convenient inconvenienced you could be um uh, you know, held up in an airport for a couple of hours in a plane and your life is inconvenienced. I, I, looking by what they show in this video, it doesn't, it's not positive, but no one was shot. Uh, she was pressed into not necessarily, <coughs> mostly not even the cement, mostly the grass mm -hmm. for a couple of minutes. She doesn't seem to be severely hurt in any way. Is it, does that mean that you don't notice it? No, but is it a national news story? Really? Is it? Is it really a national news story that a girl in a bikini was pressed into the grass for 12 seconds at a pool party? Is that, no. is that a national and news story? we don't story? even is know it? that she was uh, invited to this pool party, right? I mean, the original story was that it was a neighborhood uh, party with in invitations, and a lot of these kids crashed it. Mm. So, I mean... I Again, we don't know the whole story. We're waiting for the investigation. Yeah, but no I just know wonder I, police were there. I, I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> you can't have non-invited people at a community uh, pool thank party. You. Oh, uh, what if they're from another neighborhood? I gotta say, come on. If you've got a private neighborhood with a private pool and you got a bunch of people there that you don't that don't go to the neighborhood, there's a reason they have those rules and they're true. enforceable. I mean, they uh, are? look, uh, this oh, is game. I, oh, that's I, true. I, I mean, no, I, true. I was gonna give you a hard time, but it's true. You know, I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean like it doesn't mean you get kicked or, or you know you know. Guns get pulled over that typically, but I mean, you know, I, I I think at some point we 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 all look for this like thing to outrage us every day, and you know, I don't know. Look, I'm not saying it's great. I don't know if this guy is some hardcore racist that we find has been using the N word on every every radio broadcast. You know, that's okay. We're going to find out there's going to be more to this. She's, of course, claiming that it was racism. Surely she's going to sue on these grounds. Maybe she's right. We don't know. I just have seen no evidence, again, that it's... Like, these things are so ridiculous, and it almost shows the racism of the people reporting them, in that it draw, it goes immediately from the police may have done something wrong to they did something wrong because of race. Mm -hmm. And yes. there's no evidence. The only thing that... It's just because she's black that it automatically means that it's racist. And it's like, well, that that can happen. White cops can do this for racial, racial purposes, and it probably does happen. Uh, and occasionally, we know that it does, uh, but it doesn't mean that this is a part of that. I mean, uh, we don't know that at all. It's, it's just it's laughable how quickly we all jump to that conclusion. And when I say we all, I mean no one here. <laughs> no one watching and no one on the show. But we all do that, right? I mean, it's well, the like media the media does, does it, and it's the infuriating. media certainly does. 888-727-BECK. Uh, more patents do it coming up in a second. Meantime. No. You know. We're going to talk about man crates? Yeah. Okay. Man crates, uh, it's time cool. to talk about man crates. Why? Because it's time for you to do something about Father's Day. Don't just sit around and wait until the last second and then, I don't know, you know, do something, you know, ridiculous. Like, we most likely, Jeffy's children will do for him, which is nothing. I mean, actually, probably are like, oh, do we have to? I mean, is he, do we have to admit it? It's the one day of year. You're listening in at my home? <laughs> I do have a tap there, yeah. Uh, Man Crates comes in a cool box like this. And why is that cool? Because, I don't know, it's fun to open. Jeffy and I went through trying to race through opening them. And it's, it's a pain to open, and it, it'll give your dad a little task to do. I mean, he made you work and do chores all those years. Why not? Uh, and then inside you have really cool stuff. This is the Grill Masters one. And, and I don't know about you, but we just kind of hit the period in Texas where it's now hot outside. It feels like summer now. And you can go out and grill, and you know this is this is the ultimate grill master kit. You got the cool uh, sauces here. You got 
And this is actually a different one. You've got the cool, uh, you got the glove, you got the hickory, you got uh, the wood chip smoker. I fired up I mean, the grill for the first time. That is a different one than the first one we had with the big glove and those in the saucepan, the yeah. side pan. Oh, yeah. I was wishing I had that bad boy this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. And you got uh, oh, you got this thing too, which is the, the the temperature, the thermometers oh, nice. inside. I mean, this is fantastic. Meat tenderizer. I know you can get some use out of that, Jeffy. Uh, so go to mancrates.com slash stew. Check out all their crates. This is just one of dozens, any kind of topic uh, that your dad might love. Uh, unforgettable gift this Father's Day. Go to mancrates.com slash stew, mancrates.com slash stew. This is a national health care alert from the Health Hotline. If you, a family member, or a loved one suffers from knee pain and have Medicare as your primary insurance, we've got great news. You could qualify for a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost to you. Get free delivery and all the paperwork is handled by our accredited suppliers at no charge to you. So if you're on Medicare and have knee pain, don't wait. You may qualify to immediately receive a pain-relieving knee brace at little or no cost. Friendly agents are standing by 24-7 to help you. We also have other pain-relieving braces, too, for your shoulder, ankle, or back. You may be eligible to get these items and more at little or no out-of-pocket cost. Our friendly representatives are standing by now to help you, so please call now. Call 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. Again, 866-295-8411. That's 866-295-8411. Okay, thanks to another... Uh, horrific police incident in New York City over the weekend. Hundreds of concert goers ran from the gates of MetLife Stadium. Police armed with riot gear blasted off tear gas trying to disperse the crowd. Apparently, MetLife Stadium holds, I don't know, what's the seating, 80,000, 85? Plus, if you were to use part of the you know, field, part of the lawn, you easily fit 100,000 people in there. Oh, yeah, I feel like it's like in the 70s for the actual... Uh, According to 70s? this, it's 82.5. 82.5. And, and, then, and then for a concert, you could you can go obviously to, yeah. go up to 90, 95. Mm -hmm. uh, wow. And then they couldn't get everybody in? This is some kind of successful concert for <laughs> Hot 97 <laughs> yep. in uh, New York City. They're loving this story. Yeah, we tend to look at this from a different uh, perspective <laughs> yeah. in radio. Oh, We're like, gosh. you're dying for a story like this. Holy uh, crap. Yeah, I, I mean, if this is your station event, wow. and, I mean, you don't want anybody getting hurt. You certainly don't so. want the crowd being dispersed with tear gas. And look, it, they've got oh, fights, God. and now they're complaining about the police coming in. <laughs> shut up! <laughs> okay, shut up! But here's what they say. The police are supposed Pe to let them fight? People have been standing in line here for three and a half hours just trying to get into the concert they paid for. Well, okay, that's irritating. I wouldn't like that either. No kidding. But I'm not going to start beating on other people around me because of it, right? Stadium, um, uh, stadium was put on temporary lockdown while an armored tank was brought in using a piercing whistle, forcing <laughs> spectators to leave the property and, and parking lot. Here's, here's a quote from one of the concert goers. Barbaric! The way they treat our people is like animals! They used a whistle. They, they used a, a whistle. And it seems like uh, the concert goers were kicking the crap out of each other, by the way. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, so, I mean... Right. And so, not cool. I mean, what, what, are you, what are the cops supposed to do? Just let you beat on people? No, they're going to come in. They're going to disperse the crowd. And I don't care if you've been standing there for three days. They're not going to let you stand there anymore when things have gotten out of control. 
right? But wow, what an event for Hot 97 in no New York. Kidding. Congratulations on that. Uh, <laughs> that's amazing. That's a successful summer event, mm -hmm. frankly. It does seem a little long, though, three and a half hours trying to get into that joint. Well, yeah. You've already got oh. tickets. I mean, yeah. you know, again, the Super Bowl was there last last year, was it? No, the year, year before. And uh, it was, you walked in yeah. with no problems whatsoever. <laughs> you know, when you have a and big... That's with Super Bowl security. Yeah, and that's Super Bowl craziness. I mean, uh, you know, uh, obviously that stadium can handle a big <laughs> yeah, event. A big crowd. They do it weekly, first of all, with the Giants and Jets. And then, yep. uh, you know, obviously they handled a Super Bowl. with. Re they did have issues that time with the, uh, with the uh, transit. Uh, if you remember the uh, the MTA, oh, right. Or, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, had the had the big issue of um, the the trains coming out there and like no, they didn't. They told everyone to, to don't drive. Whatever you do, don't drive because you're not going to be able to. We don't have any no parking, parking spots. No don't drive. Parking. And then so everyone they forced everyone to take the trains and then no one uh, could do anything. They, you know they they overloaded the trains so much they didn't have enough trains, which which was their fault. Uh, because how do you not plan for that when you're telling everyone not to drive? By the way, I bought a parking pass on eBay for like sixty dollars and we just drove. There was nobody on the roads. I mean, we're, I've never had less traffic in New York City in really? my entire life than the time I drove <laughs> I, to the Super Bowl I in New Jersey. That. It was awesome going through the tunnels. I, there was no cars at all. That's a good that. tip. Whenever you hear the authorities <laughs> saying "Don't drive, don't drive," yeah. Drive. drive. That's the time to drive, apparently. <laughs> At least in that case. We, we debated it up until the last minute, too, because, you know, you're, you think, wait a minute, they keep saying it's going to be crazy. Mm, yeah, because if you get in it. But, like, our point was they only had, like, 10,000 parking passes or something because so much of it is, is taken up by broadcast equipment, buses, things like that. That he's there, like, either take a bus or take the train. And it's like, well, they weren't even allowing you to take, like, an Uber or a car service and then have them drop you off at the front door. That was Ill not allowed. Mm -hmm. So it, you had to drive your own car and park your own car. And I was like, well, why don't we just do – why don't we – you go on eBay, they have, like, $50, $60 parking passes. Uh, I think that's where we bought them from, from eBay or one of those ticket services. Mm -hmm. We just cruised right in there, parked, walked right in, nobody around. It was the easiest thing in the world. I love it when those events happen because uh, in Connecticut, when Glenn and I lived there, uh, there was the uh, World Special Olympics. So they had the Special Olympics there, and uh, it was a big deal. And so for a month beforehand, they were talking about absolute uh, gridlock. It was going to gridlock all of Connecticut. Forget about it. You want to get out of town. Don't go anywhere. Leave your house. This would be a good time to go on vacation because the streets are going to be impenetrable. You're not going to be able to go anywhere, drive anywhere, and get someplace you want to get. In fact, emergency services could be shut down because you're not going to be able to get from point A to point B to a hospital. Wow. And so it scared the hell out of people for about a month. So it was so bad, the, the warnings about it, that nobody went out. <laughs> and people took their vacation then and left town. And so the greatest traffic situation I ever encountered was during the Special Olympics. <laughs> really? Uh, being in town. Because it was completely clear. And everywhere you went, you parked where you want, <laughs> drove where you wanted. There was no traffic at all. It Na was awesome. 1995? About 95. Yeah. Right? yeah. About it was it was four days of three or four days of bliss, and uh, you know Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, came in, and you know so you, we and that's where we met El McPherson and all that stuff. It was mm. uh, it was a good time. It's a quality event. Yeah, it was a quality event. Add the meeting of El McPherson to an event, it makes it pretty good. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. It's it's mm -hmm. not a bad time. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B C K. Also, Jerry Seinfeld. 
is apparently sick and tired of hearing about how the colleges uh, will not accept him. All his comedian friends are apparently telling him, hey, don't go to colleges. They're just too PC. You're not going to like it. It's not worth it. Stay away. So here he is talking with the uh, ESPN's Colin Coward on last Thursday about it. Does the climate worry you now? I've seen, I've talked to Chris Rock and, and Larry the Cable Guy. They don't even want to do college campuses anymore. I hear that all the time. I, I, I don't play colleges, but I hear a lot of people tell me don't go near colleges. They're so PC. Hey, I'll give you an example. My daughter's 14. Uh, my mother, my mother, my wife says to her, um, well, you know, in the next couple of years, I, I think maybe you're going to want to hang around the city more on the weekends so you can see boys. You know, my daughter says, she says, that's sexist. <laughs> Isn't that, you know, it's amazing. That, they, they, they just want to use these words. That's racist. That's sexist. That's prejudice. They don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> does Thank it, you. Does it hurt comedy? Yes, it does. I do t- yes, it does. Artie Lang said this the other day. He said, I got nothing against Bruce Jenner, but can't I have five or six seconds to kind of figure out how to contextualize it? I, I do need a little time. I can't see him on the cover of a magazine and then immediately be, okay, I'm going to embrace this. Uh, no, you can't have five or six seconds. No, you not can't. in this society. No. Uh, no. It's a great- does it hurt comedy? Yes. Oh, God, it kills It's me. killed comedy. Are you kidding me? Jeez. We dare not say anything to mock. You you can't. It's 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 unheard of. And if you do, you'll, you'll lose your livelihood. You will you will have your your job or your business stripped away from you. I mean, you can go ahead. Good luck. Uh, but they will kill you for it. Um, that's a great way of putting it too. Of uh, of uh, saying they they just want to use these words. It's a, so it's true. it's an attachment to so self true. importance. It's like yep. trying to find. I'll, I'll never forget this, and I hate this memory. I, you know, you ever have those moments in your life that you just like really regret and you just hate them. I look back at my. Uh, uh, I remember one time, just I was with my grandma, and we were driving somewhere in New York, and we passed a church, um, and uh, and it was a black church, and they were just getting out. And my grandma looked over and she said something to the effect of, and I can't remember the quote exactly, but it was something like, uh, you know, they really, really do dress up for church. It was something like that. And her mm-hmm. intent of that statement was, of course, to say, you know, look, a lot of people go as slobs these days. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to see that, you know, the black churches tend to dress up nicer. And I said, as a stupid kid, I said, what do you mean by they? Now, I meant it is half just busting on her. I don't remember how old I was. It had to be like 10 or 12, maybe. You know, I'd said it kind of half and just, and you, I could tell she like, you know, you have that reaction when someone says you're a racist, right? Mm-hmm. And I was not calling her a racist, but I felt like, you know, it, it was like that. I, I, I was acting as, this, I was too smart for the room. You know, you get to that mm-hmm. point when you're 12 years old and you think, you know, like, it's that exact thing Jerry Seinfeld was talking about. Well, that's, that's sexist, Mom. What do you mean I'm going to go look for boys? That's sexist. Well, your mom knows you're going to go look for boys, okay? Dear, you're going to go. And the same thing she could have said to me. You know what, dear? I know what I was talking about. You know what I was talking about. Shut up. And I wish she said it because I, I wonder. But it's like that idea of, like, even when your intent is nothing to do with this, as a, as, as a young person, you want to 
have this attachment to self-importance in which you understand the world more than your stupid elders. I'm never going to respect anyone over 30. Those ideas that you have when you're young and now society adopts them. We are all acting as that 12-year-old who wants to attach themselves to some important idea that they think they're changing the world, when in reality, you're just, you just want to use those words, as Jerry Seinfeld said. It's a great way of stating it. It's a way, I think, you, you look at you know, social media, you look at uh, you know, uh, websites like Reddit and those types of sites. It's, like, it's just people wanting so badly to uh, connect themselves to this idea that they're important and smarter than everybody else. And I mean, I, Seinfeld nails it there. I think. Yeah, he did. And the, and the other thing he said is they don't know what they're talking about. I, uh, truer words have never been spoken. <laughs> right. They just don't know what they're talking about. They're too stupid. You know, they don't have enough life experience. They yeah. don't. Ha they haven't had enough uh, maturity going on. They they haven't assimilated in the world enough to know what's real sexism, what's real racism, what really is. A nasty comment, and what's you know, just shut up. You're looking for boys. I mean, that's a sexist remark. No. Yeah, you no. know, and I guess that comes to the fact of like you um, don't. You, it's that idea of like a, an old person saying to a younger person, uh, "Oh, you have no idea what it's like." You know, we used to walk uphill both ways. To to quote uh, who, the guy who's now apparently only known for his rape, uh, alleged. Bill Cosby. It's like that idea of like, we had it tough and you don't understand it. Well, you know, mm -hmm. that's of course mocked all the time, but also completely true. The idea that, you know, someone, even I'm sure this happens with um, uh, older black people all the time. Wait, you're complaining about what now? You're complaining about, wait, you were resisting an officer and he pushed you into the grass and you're complaining about that? You know what I had to deal with? I was walking down the street to church and was assaulted by 30 people. Shut up. That's got to happen in households all over America, black households. I couldn't go and vote. I was mm -hmm. kept off voting rolls. They wouldn't allow me to even express the opinion that you don't even register for today. You feel like you need to bring a license and you're being, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, prejudiced. And people are being prejudiced against you because you have to bring a license. They wouldn't even allow me to vote. I got to imagine those conversations happen all across yeah. uh, America. And, and, you know, it's tough because you're, you know, you want to fit in. You want to be cool. You want to be on the cutting edge. You want to be the, the, the tolerant, uh, transparent person who is just like, ah, you know what? We're, we don't see color anymore. We don't do those things. And in reality, like, you know, the people who came before you did, of course, go through something much more serious than what you're dealing with now. A guy mm -hmm. won't bake a cake for you? I mean, we go through these issues. And whether you think it's important or not, you have to be able to put it in context with the things that actually have gone on in this country and around the world and are still going on around the world today. As Glenn brought up in, uh, today, if you missed it, you got to go to glennbeck.com and there's a link to uh, you know, the page where you can get involved. But it's like we sit here and argue about bakers uh, and you know, the, the baked goods that they make in their private bakeries when people are being murdered around the world for being gay or being Christian or being any other number of things. Uh, and, you know, that's why what Glenn was talking about is so important. But it's like it's it, it's impossible to get that across to someone who's 14 years old and has never experienced any of those things. Because the people uh, who came before them went through all those difficult things and paved the way for them to not have to deal with it.
Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really tough, I think, to get across. And, uh, I mean, I'm glad someone like Seinfeld, who's pretty untouchable. I mean, you want to talk about a guy with FU money. Now, he does True. not care. Yeah. He can pretty much do whatever he wants. And he's no conservative, but he even notices these things. And another reason. You shouldn't vote until you're 35. More patents do come up. <laughs> That's it? Just 35? 35. Thought you were going to go 35. No, I'm going to be pretty lenient today. Wow. 35. You are really turning into a conservative. Mm -hmm.888-727-BECK. Apparently, uh, John Cleese and uh, Piers Morgan going at it, huh? Nice. I want to see this because, uh, I mean, that's, that's a, a, a battle that's worth watching, I yeah. would say. Yeah. Mm. Over what? What the heck are they talking about? Let's see. Uh, here's a, John Cleese actually compared journalists to murderers. And he has the gall to lecture us about ethics and morality. Pipe down, you old fool. Oh, jeez. That's, a, no, that's, that's the first Piers. tweet. Jeez, that's uh, quite a uh, uh, a first, uh, you know, kind of, kind of a first um, first shot. First, first shot, volley. a little. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, John Cleese writes back. Uh, Piers Piers Morgan writes that I didn't recognize him in a restaurant in New York. I did. I just didn't want to speak to someone I truly detest. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Right. And then. My thanks to Piers Morgan for providing me with my most successful tweet ever. 10,000 favor me for saying I detest him. In two hours. Thanks, twits. <laughs> okay. And then uh, John again. Piers is now asking when I'll be funny again. It's been a long time. Answer? Piers, where are you going to be talented? It's been a lifetime. <laughs> uh, I see my tweet about Piers uh, is favorited by about 15,000. Uh, just uh, clearly, I must insult the slimy, attention-seeking little pearl more often. <laughs> uh, it's uh, uh, interesting. It's a fun uh, little back, back and, and forth. forth. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, you get uh, anything with Piers Morgan. It's always yeah. It's always uh, entertaining, fun. Mm -hmm. uh, meanwhile, uh, according to Boston Police, the fan I, I I didn't see this incident, but the fan that was hurt by a broken bat at Fenway yeah, really is ugly. expected to be okay. Did you, did you see the I uh, didn't, well, I didn't search out the video, but uh, I mean, I, I did hear quite a bit of talk about it uh, this week, and uh, you know, I mean, look, you everybody knows going to a game, this could theoretically happen. Yeah, but what are the odds? I mean, yeah, the odds are long. so low, and uh, yeah. you know, this is, uh, it was really, uh, I mean, they, they at one point were calling them life-threatening in injuries, <laughs> um, wow. and looks like uh, she's going to be okay. <laughs> Uh, Officer Rachel McGuire said that the woman is recovering. Tanya Carpenter was struck in the head by the bat uh, from Brett Lowry on Friday night. Police initially called her injuries, as you said, life-threatening. Um, she's still in serious condition, but she's uh, recovering. And her family and loved ones are grateful to all who have reached out with thoughts and prayers, requesting privacy at this time as she recovers. Uh, so they had a moment of reflection for her the next night. And uh, offered prayers and, and well wishes. And, you know, baseball can be dangerous. Yeah, I mean, when you have a uh, projectiles flying into the uh, crowd, I mean, how many times a game? I mean, it happens all the time with the ball, more likely, but, uh, but also, uh, you know, the, uh, the bat as well. Uh, you know, it does occasionally happen. They're talking about, like, things like, do you put netting down the uh, lines a little bit longer? 
Um, mm -hmm. You know, do, you, do, you, do they go down? So you're actually walking, watching with a somewhat obstructed view down the first and third base lines with nets. I mean, how about this? Let's make it even even safer. Let's keep people out of the stadium. All right, just play the game. All right. Everyone's got TVs. Everybody's got TV. Keep keep people out of the stadium. Now we're gonna have to automate the cameras too, because we can't have cameramen. No, you can't have cameramen getting hurt. They can get hurt. Wait, I, I don't wait, like I've the, got, I can close the doors on my suite and still be there, right? No, because the, a, a ball might shoot right through the the window there. We can't guarantee your safety. Can't here. guarantee Sorry. your safety, so you can't go. And, and while we're at can't it, go. I mean, look, these players are at risk as well. What about just having the games played through video games? You know what I mean? Where you can just or watch. nerf balls. Nerf balls. Uh, yeah, but I mean, it's thrown hard enough. Plus, choking hazard. Thank you. Choking hazard. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's best to just shut down the game. <laughs> yeah, that's Maybe really it's best. where we're going. I was thinking about this. Uh, between <laughs> the, um, uh, the complaints about injuries... Mm -hmm. uh, and the complaints about, of course, uh, you know, sexism, incidents at um, uh, stadiums, uh, lawsuits about concussions. Add to that the advances in analytics where you're able to predict games more often. Like, at some point, doesn't just sports just go away? They're getting sued yes. so much, they're just like, you know what? You yeah. can't make any money anymore. Everyone's predicting the outcomes of all the games. It just goes away. Well, as we've talked about in the NFL, I think they're in danger of that with the with the head injury thing. I, I, they're in serious danger of that mm -hmm. unless we get a grip on this thing and say, okay, there's a certain amount of risk, and these guys accept it. Mm -hmm. Move on. Yep. Let's move on. I mean, make it as safe as you can and, you know, provide for them, I guess. If, you know, you all decide that that's the right thing to do at the end of their career, if something happens and you've got a fund, I think that's great. Uh, but they're going to have to accept the risk and, and move on if we're going to have football. Uh, they've been doing that anyway, haven't they've they? They've been I mean, doing it for knows that. 120 years or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look at, look at uh, you know, and there's an inherent risk. I mean, they even print it on every MLB ticket. There's an inherent risk. You need to pay attention. You need to look for this. I mean, it, this is a really sad incident. It's tragic. But, I mean, because uh, a couple of years ago, at, here right in Arlington, uh, someone fell off of the top uh, tier of one of the stadiums reaching mm -hmm. for a, a, a ball and one of dying, a dad. It was a terrible, terrible story. Mm. Um, but, I mean, you don't get rid of tears in stadiums because of it. I mean, right. you know, it's just it's a terrible, awful thing. I think we all realize that, you know, heights are going to cause terrible incidents from time to time. There's this thing called gravity we all have to deal with. And it may wind up killing us one day. It's and not just a good idea. It's the law. It's a good point. It's the law. It's a very good, solid point. Yeah, right. Mm. Uh, also, this is kind of interesting. Google is disclosing more details about the 12 accidents involving their self-driving cars so far. Um, as just kind of a commitment, I guess, to provide monthly updates about what's going on with these, with these beautiful uh, cars. Summary released on Friday described all the collisions as minor. No injuries reported, and uh, they've, they've been doing this for several weeks. Um, and the self-driving technology, they claim, was not to blame for any of the accidents. In one case, an employee used the self-driving car to run an errand and rear-ended another car that was stopped by, in traffic. Google previously disclosed that <laughs> accident, which happened in uh, August of 2011. I, mean, I tend to believe this, honestly, but, but if, if your self-driving car has a person in it, Mm -hmm. 
uh, and he's running an errand and he it's self-driving and then it crashes, you're going to say he was driving it instead of the self-driving mechanism. <laughs> I think so, I, yeah. I honestly tend to believe them. I mean, it's you know, the technology, I don't know, 2011, it was pretty early. Maybe it wasn't so great. But I mean, I honestly feel like they've, they've nailed this to a level where you're not going to have tons of accidents because of this. I think you would cut, cut down accidents a lot if everybody had this. That doesn't mean it should be a right that should be taken away to drive, but they will attempt to do that, of course. And you also have to take into consideration that while there's these Google cars on the road, there's also 99.99% uh, of other cars that aren't self-driving. Mm -hmm. And so you got to take that into account because they're not... They're not equipped to avoid accidents. Right. If I pull up next to a self-driving car and jam my wheel to the left, the self-driving car is going to have an accident. Car. Yes. <laughs> no, it's, yes. it's not really. There's no getting around that right yeah. now. Yeah, although eventually it could theoretically happen. And where um, the technology was so good, it would mm -hmm. actually swerve the other way if there was no other car there um, or stop or whatever. But there's at mm -hmm. some level, you can't get away. Right. Well, sooner or later, right. someone's going to read your mind and know that you were thinking about crashing into that self-driving car and just break in and stop you. That would make it a lot better. Once we are, when we are fully meshed with machines, Jeffy, that's when that'll work. When we, we hit the singularity, yes. every, it will predict our actions and we won't have to worry about Live it. Live longer, too. 888 back. More patents, too, coming up. Yep, it's true. Yes, sir. It's inevitable. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And look at this, NBA championship 1-1. Tied at, at one between mm. Golden State and Cleveland. Cleveland won last night. Did. In uh, Oakland. Pretty amazing game. And uh, Sloppy, but, it, but, but really a fascinating game to watch. Yeah, and LeBron had 39. He did. And you, of course, hate LeBron. Um, and you do, do oh, not please. want him to uh, win another championship. Oh, God, no, I definitely don't no. want him to win another championship. You hate his guts for some... I mean, it's really kind uh, of like, I, I, the thing it's that an irrational hatred. Of not really. I mean, and, and, and I mean, there's no personal issue with the guy. I mean, he, he doesn't mm -hmm. seem. I mean, he definitely is one of those guys that's annoying in the fact that he, uh, you know, is not a good teammate as far as the way he talks to the media and things. Things like outing his coach uh, for overruling him on a last-second shot. Things like criticizing mm -hmm. a guy with a shattered kneecap for not playing through the pain. Uh, you know, he does a lot of things that I don't like on that perspective, I, I will grant you. Um, but, you know, mm -hmm. watching his play, I mean, if you watch the game, I don't know, if did you watch the whole game? No, I didn't watch any of it. I watched the entire game, and I watched all of game one as well. The guy, remember, people make him out to be this hero. Watch him down the stretch of that game. He was a disaster. He did everything he could to give Golden State that game. He started off 8 of 14 and finished 3 of 21. This is the greatest player of all time who everyone today is proud. Oh, he had 39 points. He had a triple-double. Yeah, he had 39 points. If Kobe Bryant <laughs> missed 18 of 21 shots down the stretch of a finals game, do you think anybody would give him any credit for its triple-double? No, they would be hammering the guy for being selfish. 
man. I just, I, it, it, I just it, love to I, get you started on LeBron. I know, because I was just looking at the uh, SBNation.com yeah. telling me the five it. stats that illustrate LeBron James' greatness. Of course. In the everybody 2015 loves the guy. NBA like, Finals. Again, and, and, and everyone says, I, well, you know, hey, you know, again, everyone who talks to me about basketball says, well, you hate LeBron James. The guy's one of the ten best players of all time. I, I'm not saying he's not a great player. Well, we he should is. say that now. No, he is. I, I, but... He, he has not played well in either of these games for large stretches, especially down the stretch. Now, he, his game one, if he had played as well as he did in game one, in game two, they would have won that game by 15 points. He was mm. he, he played most of the game of game one. I mean, he was fantastic. Yeah, he was. He but was he good. still took 39 shots. I mean, when Kobe Bryant takes yeah. 39, when Allen Iverson takes 39 shots, he's a selfish player. He's the worst person in the universe. When LeBron James does it, oh, he's just a, he's a, he's when, a magical machine. When uh, Stephen Curry oh, he was uh, takes 39 shots, usually, not last yeah. night, but yeah. usually he, he makes, scores 73 points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he was terrible last he, night. The, the guy is just such a phenomenal shooter yeah. as a rule he didn't he didn't have a good game last night but that happens yeah um but uh curry is so likable and and you're right i mean lebron not as much no he does for many of us but I, there's something about him and, and you named a couple of those things uh but it is going to be a pretty spectacular accomplishment if he takes this team to the nba title uh, one of the big one of the without, greatest without kevin love Mm -hmm. And probably without uh, um, oh, Kyrie, Kyrie yeah, he's, Irving. He's out. He's out. Over. Have they said yep. for sure he's out, the out rest for the of rest of the playoffs? Oh, jeez. I, I will tell that you. That makes it really tough. Now, look, I, really you certainly tough. give some credit to Cleveland's defense in that, in, uh, in that game. Uh, but, look, if Golden State is going to shoot like that, they're not going to beat anybody. They're not going to yeah. beat a high school team. I've never seen Steph Curry miss more wide-open threes. He never does. The guy in, in, never in, does. This is a story that came out, I think, uh, a couple, you know, a few weeks ago. But it's a weird game. In practice. Him. Again, it's practice. But he made something like 73s in a row. He made something like 95 Jeez. out of 100 in practice. This guy, when he's open, never misses. Last, yet last night went 2 of 15, many of them. Open shots, and some of them contested. I grant you, but I mean, like, look, if they're going to shoot like that, of course they're not going to win. Honestly, LeBron was more impressive in Game One to me than Game Two. Down the stretch of that game, he was a disaster. He missed free throws. He turned the ball over. He dribbled it off his leg down the stretch. He missed two game-winning shots. I mean, everyone's talking about this one foul where he was fouled immediately after he blatantly traveled. I mean, that, the guy is a great player. He's an, not even he just is. a great player. He's he an all-time great player. The issue I have with him is that people try to make him into the greatest player He's of all not. time, which he, he is, is not. not. The guy can't make yeah, wide-open jump just, shots consistently. On. That's just stupid because nobody's better than Michael Jordan. No. Nobody. And by the way, he's blocked twice. I don't care twice. who you are. Nobody's better than Michael Jordan. He was, you know, and, and he, he's in a tough situation. Though he comes from a conference where there's no competition. It's probably the worst conference in any major sport in my lifetime. The Eastern Conference of the NBA right now is so utterly bad that any mm -hmm. one good player on a team means you're in the finals. I mean, the, their competition was Atlanta. I can't name any good players oh, I, on their team. I know. They That's won 60 amazing. games in this conference. That's amazing. It, 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 it's so bad that he gets to the finals almost by default, and then he's in there now. And, look, if he can win this series, it is an all-time great it accomplishment is. because it Golden is. State is really that good. There's, they won 67 games in the West. Mm -hmm. I mean, they are really that good. Uh, however, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I – First of all, I, I, it's going to be very difficult for them to do it. But it, the only way I could see them doing it is if, if Golden State turns off like they did last night. They were horrible. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Certainly Cleveland had something to do with that. But honestly, I'm sorry, Steph Curry wide open for eight threes in which he makes none is Pretty not weird. Cleveland being great. It's not LeBron yeah. James Pretty being weird. great. It's just uh, it, either nerves on Golden State's point part or just complete luck. I, I, it or would fixed. be a cool thing. Fixed. Shut up. <laughs> you and your fix. There are moments. There are moments I was screaming at the TV, up. agreeing with you on that one. I was in Jeffrey World for about ten minutes of that oh, game because the, there were some. I mean, the guy, whoever the the uh, the center for uh, for Cleveland is, is apparently has some amazing ability to get more calls than Wilt Chamberlain in his prime. I've never seen anything like it. And a lot of them were fouls, but the guy just, uh, you know, every time he touched the ball or was near the ball, got another foul call. It'd be an awesome thing for Cleveland, who lost when when LeBron left. Something like a billion dollars in revenue. Yeah. So to have it come back into the city, have him be back, have him have a a winning team again and go to the championship again. And They haven't had a championship since 1964. I'm, cool. I'm really rooting kind for Cleveland cool. to get a championship as soon as LeBron James leaves. <laughs> well, it's not going to happen without him. So, uh, Hillary, according to Hillary, the GOP is deliberately, well, I mean, this is obvious. They're deliberately stopping millions of voters from voting. They've always done it. They always will. They try to keep black people out of the voting booth. They've tried to keep Hispanics out of the voting booth. They've tried to keep poor whites out of the voting booth. This is what they do. The GOP is trying to suppress the vote in this country. You know how many people they want to vote? Six. Six people. They want me to vote. They want Glenn to vote. They want Stu. They don't want you. I don't think so. And they want two people in Ames, Iowa. Well, they don't want Jeffy because, well, there's laws against felons. Right, right, right. Plus, he's... That's if you have to show your ID. If you don't show your ID, I'm good. No, but if you show your ID, they'll realize that you're... uh, Overweight. Thank you. So. <laughs> Do you think they need an ID? <laughs> That's uh, I don't know. That. By the way, where where are the, where are the cupcakes? Didn't you tell us you had cupcakes? Yeah, today? cupcake day. It's a cupcake day. I, I believe that there are cupcakes Go in get this em. building. Go get them. Because it's my understanding that the people in your family that we like, you know, everyone else, uh, <laughs> yeah. may have supplied some cupcakes. She, uh, for, she made excess amounts of cupcakes. Really? <laughs> and they're not here. In front of they're, us? Well, they're in, they're in the back room. And, oh, uh, why are they in a back room when they should be in this room? Stu's new girl is going to bring them in whenever the whenever it's supposed to be on. Are we? Because oh, we do have spoons what? as well today. Oh, we do. Yes, uh, two brand new flavors oh. of Oreos. And I thought and I thought mm. your new girl was going to bring in the cupcakes with that. I, I don't I don't know who you're referring to or what you're talking about as usual. That's usually, uh, that goes to every single conversation I have. Pretty much, pretty much, uh, because they're usually just totally incoherent. Mm -hmm. But here's Hillary talking about the the GOP (laughs) suppression thingy. 
Today, Republicans are systematically and deliberately trying to stop millions oh, of American up, citizens. It's even worse when you hear it. Crap. What part of God, democracy dang. are they afraid of? I believe every citizen has the right to vote, and I believe we should do everything we can to make it easier for every citizen to vote. Of course you do. I mean, everybody does, you I dumbass. I call on Republicans at all Smack levels of government, with all manner of ambition, to stop fear-mongering about a phantom epidemic of election fraud and start explaining why they're so scared of letting citizens have their say. <laughs> oh, now, yes, this is about democracy, but it's, it's also about almost like it's not real. Yeah, first of about all, the ability to stand up and say, yes, so I am a citizen. I am an American. My voice counts. And no matter where you come from or mm -hmm. what you look like or yeah. how mm -hmm. much money you have, that means something. <laughs> In fact, it means a lot. I love that. And then stand up and say, it's American. I have a right to vote. And to disagree with anybody. And not show my ID at the voting booth if I don't want to. <laughs> look, at, look at that! Look at that! Let's get a close-up of of this photo over there because that's that's beautiful. Mm. <laughs> that's that's Hillary. That's Thank our you. next president, everybody. Oh, good gosh! Uh, I I can't stand it because asking someone to prove who they are is such a wall to scale. All of a sudden, <laughs> I thanked them at the we just had a uh, a local election in in uh my my town and and i thanked them for asking for my id thank you thank you here it is i'm me and there there's the proof it's just not hard african americans do it hispanics do it whites do it and they all asians do it and everybody's fine with it everybody supports it um yeah i mean it's in 70 80 percent even democrats uh the vast majority of democrats support voter id policies um it's interesting she, she says at one point uh there you know we need to be able to vote because you need to be able to step up and say hey i'm a citizen and i have this right well how do we know you're a citizen the way we know you're a citizen right. is by ID. How do you identify yourself as a citizen with your mm -hmm. identification card? So that stupid. is how you do it in almost yes. every circumstance. Uh, it's such a bizarre, it, like, it's so plainly pandering that it's almost not even worth talking about the policy yeah. itself because there's Very no true. justification for what she's saying. No one is even saying that there's a mass epidemic of voter fraud. But one person who should not be voting, voting is a problem. Right. That is easily yeah. solved by very limited restrictions, limited uh, uh, things to qualify someone to do that. The same limited things that you would have when you go to rent a movie uh, at, uh, you know, uh, you know, or a blockbuster if they still existed. The same things you would have to go get any type of license that you want us to, to, to get from you all the time. These are the people that want you to have a license for almost everything. Uh, but not for the one thing that's most important, voting. Uh, it's such a bizarre stance, and it's not one that they could possibly actually believe. No. I, There's I, no way Hillary they Clinton... They sure seem to, though, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, this is pandering to progressive donors. Oh, There's no way, in reality, that Hillary Clinton actually believes having a driver's license to go to vote is some ridiculous restriction based on racism. There's no way a human being could believe that sincerely. Especially someone who thinks about these issues. 
You want to have if someone come to you and says, "Oh, well, you know, did you know that what they do is uh, they're, they're they're racist?" Maybe you believe it because you're not paying attention to the news. But I mean, it's such a dumb, basic, easy thing that every single what an insult to African Americans to accuse them of not being able to produce ID. It's it's such a basic thing. The only way you could possibly believe it is if you want people who are not eligible to vote to vote. It's the only reason you would support a policy like like, like this, the, the one that Hillary Clinton is espousing here. If, if you want to act as if it's racist, it's because you want people to vote who can't vote. And you know they're going to vote for you. And I love her question here. What part of democracy are they afraid of? How about this answer? All parts of democracy, because democracy doesn't work. And that's what our founding father said. And we're not one. We're not a democracy. <laughs> Maybe some of these people who are seeking the highest office in the land should understand what kind of government we have. Which is what, Pat? A republic. Mm. We're a republic. That's not the same thing. We're as a constitutional a republic. It's mm. a different thing than mm. a democracy. Quite different. In fact, right now we're not even a republic. We're almost the opposite <laughs> of democracy. Yeah. We're minority rule right now. Because 2% of this population is ramrodding the other 98% in some cases. Well, I mean, and, and not to mention, when democracy works against them, such as constitutional amendments banning gay marriage, they don't care about democracy they at all. They don't uh, care. They want the exact right. opposite of democracy. That's exactly right. And, like, you can make an argument, for, if you're a progressive, if you're a liberal, let's say, and you, and you think uh, gay marriage is the right thing to do, which is, you know, okay, that's your opinion, you would argue against... Your argument... Uh, for the wrongs of society is democracy. What you don't want is more democracy because sometimes people have a, an opinion you don't like. You have constitutions and, and, and court systems and, uh, and checks and balances to avoid the, the ill effects of democracy. Our founders knew that if you just had a democracy where everyone was voting on everything all the time, uh, that would be a negative because the mass sometimes has prejudices, does things incorrectly, uh, and uh, you shouldn't. That's not the way you're supposed to live. You're supposed to have certain rights guaranteed. Mm -hmm. and, and you know, look, the the, uh, the right to vote is something that that conservatives hold incredibly sacred. But I mean, the idea that you have to have those minimal qualifications of being a citizen One is tiny hurdle to hop over. It's not, I mean, it's that's not really not too much to ask. We, we talked about the movie Selma before, um, and Glenn, you know, has been on this. Obviously, this you, if you watch the radio show today or heard it, you know what he was talking about. And, and there's elements, of course, of Martin Luther King. He's been talking about this for years. And, and we were watching Selma, and one of the first scenes of the movie is uh, Oprah Winfrey's character trying to go get on the voting rolls. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And they basically say, she's been there a bunch of times, it's insinuated, and she gets mm -hmm. there and they ask her, how many what, county judges are there in, in, uh, in Alabama or whatever? She knows. She knows the exact number. 67. 67. And then name them. Name them is oh, the next question. come on. Now, of course, okay, that's, that's a Ridiculous, ridiculous restriction. And so they act as if that's what's happening today. Mm -hmm. uh, producing a driver's license is something that basically disqualifies only people who, who left it in their gym bag. May I, may I tell you what it's like? May I give you an analogy? Mm -hmm. Asking somebody to show up with their driver's license mm -hmm. is akin to naming every, every single person in Manhattan. <laughs> what? It's the same thing. Stu. No, it's not. It's the all. same damn thing. No, it's not. It's like asking them to name the names of all 8 million people who live on the island of Manhattan. That's what it's like.
It's the same thing. I would, I would, okay. I would note a couple differences. <laughs> would you? Yes. I name would. one. Name one. Name uh, one if you can. You don't have to name anyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, so you have to name yourself. Okay. Barely. You have to have the we should thing. maybe we should get rid of that restriction too. <laughs> yes. If you, if, you, why do your you have to tell them your name? Should be on a piece of paper. Why? Seriously, what's the difference? If you had to come there in is there no, and there's say, no, there's no difference. Yeah. Like, uh, if is there a restriction? Can I vote without telling them my name or telling them my correct name? In the Democrats' world, yeah. If I come in and yeah. say, I, hey, yeah. I'm uh, Pat Gray here to vote, okay. Okay. Walk in, vote. That's what they want. They right? want that world. Now, you're, they might say, well, that doesn't happen that often. No, it doesn't happen that often. But first of all, when you're not looking for it, it'll happen more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second of all, should it ever happen? No. I had a friend who uh, filed his taxes, and they sent the taxes back to him, and they said, hey, you can't file these taxes. You've already paid your taxes. And that person said, you know what? No, I didn't. <laughs> and you know what happened? Someone else filed their taxes for him, his taxes for him. So what, what they did is they wrote in and they said, uh, well, they, you know, a refund check was sent out by the government to this other person. Oh, boy. So this oh. is a scam that goes on, I guess, fairly regularly now. No I'm sure kidding. if we talked to the LifeLock people, they'd be able to inform us uh, in detail wow. on it. But this is what you do. Is, uh, so, so I come in and I say, actually, let's use a realistic example. Jeffy comes in and says, he, <clears throat> Jeffy comes in and says, I'm going to file. He sends in a tax return for Pat Gray. Mm-hmm. And then Pat Gray, at the address Jeffy has provided, receives a refund check to Pat Gray that uh, Jeffy is able to shadily cash somehow uh and then all of a sudden uh, jeffy's getting that money and then pat tries to uh file his taxes with the appropriate things of course jeffy's filed a completely illegitimate return right mm-hmm. i mean he doesn't mm-hmm. has not uh, you know filed something that accurately so you've mm-hmm. you've essentially committed a crime by jeffy's doing uh, until he all gets mm-hmm. sorted out and this and my friend took it took him about six months to get it sorted out so it was right and of course that money is our money that went down the drain to that person i'm sure who has been long been spent no on electronics no doubt uh, but the point is you really have a uh, that stuff can happen and will happen more if the Democrats get their way. The issue is they don't care because they want to use those things for those purposes. I mean, go back to uh, what's-his-face, the guy uh, who did uh, all those undercover videos. Um, yeah. Can't think of his name off the James, top of my head. James, yes. Something. Uh, James, James, Jimmy. Jim. Jimmy oh. went in and, Jim and he did, you know, like people criticize the guy because he's partisan. Well, I think he would admit he's, you know, he's a conservative, he's partisan. Uh, mm. But he went in there and t- t- took video of... of people over and over again telling him well yeah we know you're illegal but uh, you know okay. it, uh, whatever just do this they can't really check they're not going to check they're, don't worry mm-hmm. about it you don't really need these forms you're i understand you're not a citizen you know these things happen a lot and uh you yeah. know it, it, it's one of those things that there's not a lot of people going out there and saying currently i want to go vote illegally they didn't people not a lot of people go through those that trouble though a lot of these organizations encourage it yeah. And, you know, more and more people are going to do it if you don't come up with systems to guard against that. That's, I mean, basic human, uh, you know, uh, action. You, you will look for the easiest path to resistance. If there is a lot of money going into something where you can get somebody elected in a close election, look at Matt Bevan. Mm. Matt Bevan won by 83, 83 votes. votes. Yeah. You're telling me people aren't going to go and try to manipulate these of elections more? Of course, of course they are. They are. Can I tell you one other uh, amazing coincidence with Hillary Clinton? Mm. Now, we, we know that <clears throat> uh, some amazing coincidences happened when she, uh, when she, <laughs> she went to these uh, Middle Eastern com- countries and uh, did some uh, arms deals with them. And then right after she got, like, reciprocal payments of millions of dollars from some of those countries, just incredible coincidence. Mm-hmm. 
where, where we made arms deals and then she got money in the Clinton Foundation from those same countries. Mm -hmm. Well, now it turns out that a little-known private foundation controlled by Bill and Hillary donated $100,000 to the New York Times Charitable Fund in 2008. And this is the same year the newspaper's editorial page endorsed Hillary in the Democratic primary. Mm. Another amazing coincidence! <laughs> coincidence! Amazing coincidence! Clinton Foundation, a uh, separate entity from the Bill Hillary and Chelsea. Oh, I didn't know Chelsea's name was on that. Too. Oh, yeah. Really wonderful. Uh, foundation has been the family's vehicle for personal charitable giving since 2001. Uh, the Times editorial board endorsed uh, Clinton after the uh, challengers Edwards and Barack Obama uh, instead of them, writing that she was more qualified to be president. And, of course, more qualified after she gave him a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah and they, amazing coincidence. there's a report i think it's from variety of all places that says uh they were leaning towards barack obama for the for their endorsement of course they were and, and, and wasn't everybody wasn't every liberal it. paper yeah, leaning most toward barack obama yeah. but in an amazing amazing coincidence uh somehow they went with hillary what are the odds of that? what are the odds what are the odds of that? They've got a lot of coincidences going on mm. with the Clintons. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's chilling. And uh, according to the Washington <laughs> Free Beacon, uh, the Hillary campaign event is going to be horrendous for uh, New York City's Roosevelt Island. Horrendous uh, logistically. The campaign should have reached out to the community, um, representatives of 14,000 people, because apparently there's a small island that's playing host to a big Hillary event, and they're afraid of... You know, traffic and people coming and oh. they're calling her tone deaf because of it. I can't, don't say oh. that about Hillary. Don't say that about her. Never say anything bad about Hillary. Don't say that. Especially after she's given you large donations. Don't, yeah, don't say that. Uh, in, in an amazing coincidence, she didn't give them uh, a large donation. The Washington Free Beacon? No, I would assume they did not. And there's kind of a debate going on about that story, too, because Washington Free Beacon came up with, they were the ones, I believe, that broke the story um, in regards to uh, this donation that went to the New York Times. Well, they called the New York Times for comment, which is what you're supposed to do as a, mm -hmm. as a journalist. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the New York Times, of course, then realized that they were about to get outed and went to another more friendly outlet and leaked the story to them so they could get out ahead of it. Which is really like, really you know, it's geez, something that happens yeah. all the time in media. Um, and campaigns do it all the time. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you're, you're Hillary Clinton's right. campaign, you're getting new when they have to ask you for comment. They're essentially breaking the news to you, hey, we're about to release a story on that, so you can go somewhere else and try to shape the story yourself. And that, you know, that happens all the time. Uh, but for a media organization to do it to another media organization is really strange. Uh, and I, I don't think that's a Kinda common crappy. practice. Yeah. 888 yeah. back. More patents, too, on the way. All right. And our uh, sponsor this half hour is, of course, Man Crates. Uh, oh, here we go. We have another one here. There's a man with a crate. There's a man with a crate. Man Crates uh, comes to uh, your dad, let's say, for example. you got Father's Day coming up. you got to get on this now. Don't wait uh, to the last minute. Uh, and you go to mancrates.com slash stew. And in there, see the crates all glued together very nicely. Uh, this is, ooh, this, what's this one? This is the, uh, the golfer's man crate. And there, of course... I always say they always have food in them, which is always one of my favorite things. Have you tried this uh, this half and half Arnold Palmer Arnold Palmer yes. thing? Really good. I, I love that. So, cool golf balls, cool golf tees. You got uh, the, the heads for the clubs in here. You got uh, oh, I mean, 
Come on. Everybody's got to have this in their personal library. It's an all-time classic. Uh, if it was the sequel, I would immediately stop uh, talking to you about Man Crates, but no, it's the original, so that's okay. Uh, this is really cool, too. Get the uh, the divot uh, tool. Uh, I mean, look, just put it together. Like, your dad's a golfer. He's going to love this. It's going to be a bunch of stuff that he doesn't have, stuff he might not go out and, and buy because it's, you know, you're going to get it from all different sources. Man Crates puts it all together for your dad. It's a great gift for Father's Day. Go to mancrates.com slash stew. It's not just golf. They've got pretty much everything your dad could possibly like. Give your dad an unforgettable gift this Father's Day. Mancrates.com slash stew. Not so much? Not Jeffy. All right. Well, yeah. You and I would like to welcome them back. Jeffy would like him to leave, frankly. Why? <sighs> After conducting an extensive four-year study on the uh, issue of uh, fracking, mm -hmm. uh, we found that it causes all earthquakes. Yeah, and uh, all earthquakes, all volcanoes. Yeah, I watched uh, San Andreas this weekend. I went to see San Andreas. Oh, you did? Yeah, with The Rock mm -hmm. documentary about oh, uh, earthquakes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all caused by fracking. All of it? All of it. Seriously? Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. No, actually, they didn't say that. Uh, but I was expecting it to pop up at one point. I kind of fracking I, never did. I kind of expected some scientist in the movie to kind of look with all this fracking that we're doing. Of course, <laughs> something like this is going to happen. I waited for that scene, but it did not. Never come. happened. No, it was actually was it pretty a good. Movie. It was entertaining. I mean, it was what it was. Was it like the '70s disaster films, like yeah, earthquake? It was. And... It was. You know, of course, the special effects they spent probably a hundred million dollars in just the effects mm -hmm. in the movie. Uh, they featured a lovely uh, young lady <laughs> yeah. uh, who I'm a huge fan of. <laughs> who? An incredible, uh, incredible actress. Uh, uh, <laughs> really? Uh, she's great. Talented actress? Throughout, yes. And her name is... Uh, I don't, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away in the movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I don't know her name, actually, but she was very pretty, and she did a good job. And actually, The, the Rock, like, The Rock, the Rock first of all, he's uh, essentially, like, another. superhuman. It's to the point where he uh, <laughs> doesn't even look like a human being. He's so large. <laughs> it's yeah, unbelievable. The guy well, is in. He eats what is it, seventy-four pounds of fish a day or <laughs> <Yeah>. something? <laughs> something like I mean, that. <laughs> God. Uh, yeah. It's um, like, what kind of freak are you? He, but he, the thing I like about The Rock too is he actually he gets into it. Like yeah, he he, does. he doesn't phone it in. He, he's like a guy like you, you watch him on Saturday Night Live. He's into it. Like he's really putting out the effort, and he's funny, and he's in, an engaging personality. I, I just like the guy for some reason, for whatever I, reason. I do, too. Yeah, he's just a likable guy, and he was good in the movie. And uh, Other than him and uh, Paul, Bart Giamatti's son, Paul, right? I don't uh, I don't know. Paul Giamatti, yeah. The, the, he's an actor, and, of course, his dad is. Yeah, Paul the, Giamatti, isn't he the guy that did uh, John Adams? Yeah. Is that the same guy? Is that the guy? Was he in? I don't know. I don't yes, know. I don't yes know. it is the same guy. Um, but he was. his dad was a commissioner of baseball. Okay. Uh, back in the day, uh, but he—he's—he's, uh, he's, you know, you recognize him. He's really good in it because um, he's—he's he's always good. And The Rock. And other than that, you don't know really any of them. Like one of the, the girl who's the the attractive girl who's The Rock's daughter in the movie and uh, is uh, wore four or five uh, layers. Luckily, because sadly throughout the movie, one of them just kept coming off. Oh no! You know, cutting off wounds. Sometimes mm -hmm. she'd have to she'd have to swim. 
uh, through really scary waters in a tank top. Oh, no. Saying, it's really? terrible tragedies oh, like that kept happening. Um, but she, you know, I recognize her because she was in, I think, an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like as a character, one uh, episode. And I, mm-hmm. I looked at her, I'm like, I know who this person is. Who is this person? And that's where I knew her from. But she's very, she was good in the movie. And it was a, it was a, I mean, look, the entire, basically, in the scenario, approximately, I would estimate about 20 million people die. Um, uh, so, mm. it, in that way, you wouldn't think it was a really enjoyable, fun movie. But it was a really enjoyable, fun movie. It was a bunch of people running away from collapsing buildings constantly. But it was fun. It was one big action scene, though. <laughs> it's it like, was it better than 2012? Oh, yeah, much better than that. I did not like 2012. 2012 was but there are similarities. Tremendous. There are certainly similarities. What about The Day After Tomorrow? Now, that's a movie. Mm-hmm. I love okay. that movie. That was a the movie. The Day After Tomorrow, about the flash freezing of the... World because of global warming. Because of global warming. Now that's a movie. That's a movie. Okay, but back to this uh, report from the EPA. Okay, this is the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, mm-hmm. right-wing organization. By the way, after point conducting out. an extensive four-year study on the issue, on fracking, the EPA found no signs of widespread systemic impacts on drinking water. When you say no signs, you mean lots of signs? I mean, no, zero, (laughs) none. Uh, It was a long-awaited report. Uh, Dismayed liberal green groups Thursday while um, pleasing the oil and gas industry, the latest episode in both sides' fraught relationship with President Barack Obama. Study more than four years in the making said the EPA has found no signs of widespread systemic drinking water pollution from fracking. Uh, That conclusion dramatically runs afoul of one of the great green crusades of the past half decade, which has portrayed the oil and gas extraction technique as a creator of foul drinking water uh, and, of course, flame-shooting faucets, which, by the way, was also proven to not be actually true. Uh, That that had nothing to do with fracking, the flame-shooting process. Fortunately, they did not look into the earthquake situation, though, because fracking is causing every earthquake on this planet. Well, look at San Andreas. Not to mention tornadoes. Hurricanes and volcanoes. Mm-hmm. People fracking. don't realize this. The San Andreas fracking is named that because of a fracking company called San Andreas. Yes, thank you. It's their fault. Yes. It wasn't even there before. That's right. That's right. Uh, they caused so, it. Put that in your pipe and smoke mm-hmm. it. Also, leading environmentalists uh, say the EPA <laughs> is an oil industry mouthpiece. Uh, Josh Fox. <laughs> He's the guy who did Gasland, by the way, the movie in which they portrayed the guy flaming so faucet stupid. as having to do with fracking when it did not. And he had to admit uh, as much. Uh, and, I mean, and he said it didn't matter or something, It doesn't right? matter. He said it didn't matter. Yeah, it didn't matter. And the guy, in fact, somebody asked him point blank, hey, it's been proven that, wasn't, that happens all the time away from fracking. Mm-hmm. It has it nothing had been to do with fracking. In this particular area where this faucet was for hundreds of years, they had, or they yeah. had I mean, it was going Water back like 80 or 100 years. Or uh, where they warned about these things, they had quotes. Yeah. I think Frack Nation was a movie we've talked to uh, the uh, the director of it before multiple times, and and yeah, he's good. He's really good, and and they completely proved this guy wrong. They had they have video of the EPA footage of them coming in and telling him, by the way, hey, your uh, what we found was nothing really happened to you. It had nothing to do with fracking. Uh, I mean, his his documentary was and the it guy was says, embarrassing. Doesn't matter. And he said it didn't matter. Doesn't matter. But now he's saying, of course, this new EPA uh, thing. Uh, the EPA, by the way, the place that's regulating <laughs> CO2 emissions with no constitutional regard at all, yep. is a mouthpiece for the oil and gas industry. That's, he's actually seriously saying that. They will stick with the industry till our water is contaminated, our air polluted, and climate change has made our planet unlivable. Not a douchebag. Shut up. Oh, I like that, though. Aren't you admitting oh. that it's not yet... Yeah, you are. 
Yeah, you are. They will stick with us until it's polluted. I thought you said it already was polluted. We were all dying. What, what happened to that? Unbelievable. Triple eight seven two seven back. There's more patents coming up. Good. Eventually. Good. I, I like the show. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it's a great show. I mean, it has that Jeff. People have called it. Yeah, but I don't like that. Jeff they called it the greatest show ever, ever done. Why it's so bad? Why don't we just get rid of that? I know. It's right? just like, I why have just him like, on? He's, he's so fat and stuff. <laughs> 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 By the way, where's the food? That's a good record. Where is the food? Spoon's coming up. First of all, was it last week we heard about Mattress Girl at Columbia? Or you know, a couple weeks ago. A couple weeks a ago, because yeah. Stu was gone somewhere. Where were you? Maybe you had the bubonic plague, and then you <laughs> gave it to me, and then I was out Possibly. last week a couple of times. But uh, Mattress Girl was the girl who claimed to have been raped at Columbia. Mm -hmm. Never filed charges, and was found... The guy was, like, put on trial, some sort of Columbia jury trial... Right. Found innocent of the charges. They had no, they, they didn't believe her claims. And, you know, what college campus, especially Columbia, is going gonna, is gonna to give the guy Side the benefit the of the doubt? Come on, that never happens. So it, it sounded like a weak accusation to begin with. And then she started carrying a mattress around campus and took it to her graduation. And, the, right. and she was told, I can't, you can't, you can't take the mattress up on, on stage. <laughs> So she got some friends, four friends, and they took the mattress up on stage. Of course. Pissed off. The, even the liberal, you know, douches at Columbia were pissed off at her. And they're like, okay, stop. So then the art student from Columbia, uh, to protest all of this, in her first postgraduate project, she did a porno. Uh, a short graphic sex video. Described as uh, having some unidentified male engage in what appears to be consensual sex that turns violent. Yep. Including slapping, choking, very rough stuff. She whimpers in protest and pain. Now, keep in mind, this is exactly what she accused right. her boyfriend of doing. And by the way, he was her boyfriend. And so they'd had consensual sex, you know, repeatedly. And then he claims, you know, so was this. And she says no, but he, she never filed charges. So right. who are you to believe? Well, in America, the accused, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Until you prove otherwise. Mm -hmm. um, so We happen to have a, a really expansive uh, research department in this particular area. Uh, he's right here. Uh, <laughs> right. Rape expert, uh, Jeffy is. Jeff, Jeffy is a rape expert. Uh, you watched this, uh, Phil? I did watch it, as a matter of fact. You I seriously mean, did? It was, it was part of the news story. <laughs> It was okay. part of the news story. Yes. How could you right. not click on that and so watch? It. Pretty easy. When they say it made a porno, was she at, like like legit, oh, yeah. full fledged? <laughs> yeah, like they, came in they actually the, had sex. Yes. This is not a they. It's not a Cinemax deal. It is not a Cinemax deal. It is full fledged oh, sex. And full, wow. And, and it came on. I forget exactly I mean, how what, it was worded when I when, they made, when I had to walk, click code? on it, but it was like if you watch this or it came up in the middle of it, like if you're watching this, you're part of the rape culture or no, whatever. No, excuse me. And I was like, <laughs> you are. And I was like, okay, X. I want to finish seeing. <laughs> and it really wasn't that good, to be honest. With you. <laughs> 
I mean, there's a number of. I, I want to just go on record as saying and you I may have seen a couple of uh -huh. other films that films. would mm -hmm. be mm -hmm. under the pornography title. Maybe made a couple. Maybe you're executive producer on several. Uh, possible. Mm -hmm. This is not good. Not that good. No. Wow. Well, uh, because she's apparently trying to say this, this. You know, she's trying to show or something, make some stupid point about uh, you know her yes. rape that did not seem to have occurred. Mm -hmm. uh, by the way, because I mean, there, there's evidence that she was texting this same guy that apparently raped her after the incident and mm -hmm. uh, uh, asking for uh, more sex, oh. essentially. Right. And do I have that story right, Pat? Yes, you do. Okay. So it do. doesn't seem like if you were raped and really had a problem with it, that you'd go and start texting no, the person who raped you and ask him to come over it? and have sex with you afterwards. Right. Seems unlikely. Oh, yeah, Seems here's unlikely. The, here's the line from the, uh, I, uh, I want to change the world. And that begins with you seeing yourself. If you watch this video without my consent, then I hope you reflect on your reason. Without my consent, for you posted it on me. the internet. What are you talking about? Without my consent, <laughs> this <laughs> might be the dumbest Columbia student. Yes, ever. This is just ridiculous. Ever. I mean, that, there is no logic there whatsoever. No. Now, you gotta have like a 4.0 at least to get into Columbia. How did this? person do that well, seriously yeah. i mean there is no there's no sense there's no logic there's no reason there uh, for any of this first of all for carrying the mattress around campus does let's say you were raped how does carrying the mattress around help anything stupid yeah like it, let, let's just say like she's making a statement she got attention out of it if you went and you filed charges against rape you believe or about rape you believe that uh you know the system was stacked against you like remember like one of those high schools where there's a rape case and like everyone was saying well because he was a star high school player he was able to get out and, and all that like you'd have something like maybe there'd be some you know there like at least you have an argument like she didn't even go to the police Right. Go to the police. No. And I go, I get, people will always say, and you have to throw these disclaimers in, well, that's not what victims do because it, it makes them relive it. And I understand well, that. Okay, but Unfortunately, we have a system in which yes. you have to go through the legal system if I'm you sorry. want it's repercussions. Unfortunately, we have that system. But yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just saying, unfortunately for you in this particular case. However, yeah. if, but you even went through the, the, the system at your school, which is not the system you should have chosen. You should have gone to the legal authorities if you actually had an accusation. Right. But you went through another court system of your choosing, and they found that you, your case had nothing, based probably on the fact that you were texting the guy, asking him to come back and have sex with you again. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Seriously, unbelievable. Now, listen, if there's anyone and, out there <clears throat> listening on Blaze Radio or watching on Blaze TV that wants to protest something by making a pornography film, um, you can email me. Uh, no, yeah. Jeffy, I don't think yeah, you should no. solicit. I'm willing to help no. you protest. It's like if you want to protest fracking by having sex on camera for you. <laughs> whatever, okay I'm here for that. you. That's great. <laughs> That's great. All right, let's go to movie, this. Uh, you made a movie. Uh, it was, remember, Frack Nation was the movie. Your movie was a little, the title was slightly different, but it was similar. It was similar. Yeah. Uh, McDonald's had a little uh, drive through incident that uh, didn't go well, apparently. Man tried to... Uh, Tried to propose to his girlfriend, and, and here's what happened. You hungry or anything? I'm going to pick up something real quick. You good? Yeah. Uh, Hello, can I help you? Hi. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, can I get the, can I get, um, uh, the crispy chicken uh, deluxe meal? Just make sure there's no man. I, I, I don't, sometimes they put up too, can you open the sandwich and make sure they didn't put too much meat? 
I just because sometimes they put like uh, oh, I forgot to say no mayonnaise, but I just want to see if it came with mayonnaise. I'm not sure. It's mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, here we go. Oh no! Here comes a big surprise. He's gonna get a ring in there. <laughs> Will you marry me? Hello? Maybe after these fries. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not you're not serious. She didn't want to be proposed to at McDonald's, it seems. Surprise. <laughs> this isn't a, this isn't a joke, my This isn't a joke. No, I know like, everything is a, a joke with you, but this isn't a this is Yes. Hello? I can't marry you. You need to just take the ring back right now. Get out. What do you mean you can't marry me? You just asked me on a bun? <laughs> <laughs> what a great line. You just asked me on a bun? <laughs> that's an awesome reaction. I love that. If that's if that's real, I don't that's know. That's fantastic. I don't yeah, I'm, I, part of me had, a, had me a little convinced. It seems kind of real. Yeah, yeah. I, I Until don't know. The, I don't know, the end, the end made it seem not. You real. asked me on a bun. Yeah, she, <laughs> well, I can go either way on that one. I'd have to see the whole thing to see. But that's I, funny. I, I like I, that. I yeah. Like that. I mean, that's stupid. If you're, you know, if you're at, you know, um. Uh, what like Latesse in New York, and you have the food contain the ring or something. That's one thing. Uh, or maybe you've got it at the oh bottom of a champagne glass. You don't do that at McDonald's. She's right. You don't do that. Oh, at well, if you like I'm McDonald's, sorry. you do it. No, you don't no do that. No kidding. At I would you love not. You go through the drive-through and you do not. And that's something well, you, that you've no done girl. together in the past. No. no girl wants to be proposed to at McDonald's drive-through. Yeah, but on the well, big on. bun like that? If you kind of do a hole punch in the middle of a nugget and just slip it on her finger. <laughs> okay, well then, yes. Then, okay. But she, he used a bun, he used not a bun. the yeah, McNugget. That was Correct. stupid. That's, That's his big problem. That's the problem. Speaking of food, by the way, we have a spoon segment. And why are we still talking? Because as soon as we come Thank back you. on the other side, we're going to be able to eat. Thank you. So shut up, Pat and Stu okay. and mm -hmm. Jeffy. Let's right. get some food in here. Back in a second with spoons. You asked me on, on a bun? It's a patent stew. And a spoons episode featuring, again, for some reason, Oreos. They're the, one of the more innovative well, uh, cookies, obviously, because mm. they come out with new flavors all the time. And all we the time. Taste test uh, all of them for you. And uh, you know what's great about Oreo? It's never, hey, try our new kale. 
uh, Oreo cookie. <laughs> no. With more kale than ever before. No, it's not. Hey, it's a new quinoa filling. No, no, so nobody, nobody wants that. No. And they know that. So instead, they do s'mores, mm. yum, mm -hmm. and lemon twist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, we have uh, both of these to try, as well as uh, some lovely cupcakes from Jeffy's wife, uh, Amber. Uh, very nice. Uh, very nice. Uh, your daughter's birthday. Yeah, she went overboard. We had a birthday party at the house on Saturday. She and can go overboard every day of the week. Yeah, she, <laughs> sometimes, apparently, in a lot of days, she does. What do you have? What can, you have a Why the orange? Of... It looks like a Halloween uh, decoration. Yeah, it was, it was uh, the, uh, oh, whatever show she was watching that she's part of there, the uh, Monster whatever. High. Oh really? Monster High themed. Oh really? I didn't. I don't. What is that? I don't know what that is. That's a, one of the kid shows. Either. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. Really? Mm. You, won't, you won't like it, Pat. <laughs> I don't like no, I won't like because it. it talks about being <laughs> dead and witches and stuff. What are what are uh, what is High. what is their position on the rape culture in this country? <laughs> they are and uh, the war on women. Mm -hmm. They're hopefully against. Okay. Yeah, they are most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So a couple of uh, samples. Now Pat is very excited about the lemon twist very Oreos, and I will say this. Is there a product on the market that combines the tastes of lemon and chocolate? This does not seem nor like there are not enough of them. I'll tell you that. Really? Well, about that. That's good. Toss one of those bad boys. Yeah, these there. are delicious, Jeffy. You're gonna like this. Mm. Oh yeah. Super lemony. Mm. Mm. Delicious. Got really good. Yeah, it's got a, a oh, lemon. Yeah. Not really like it's good. not overly crazy like Jolly Rancher lemon. It's like a little no. subtle sort of cool lemonade like flavor. Pie. Mm. That's really good. I like that a lot. It is, but like lemon meringue pie doesn't come with chocolate on it, right? Uh, no. It should. But, <laughs> but it should. Yes. I mean, there's nothing wrong with a lemon chocolate uh, no, combo. No, I'm think. not saying there is. I'm just... Uh, no, you seem to be disparaging the I'm lemon just, I'm interested because it's something I don't think I've ever seen tried. And then they got... Chocolate and lemon? Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, this is uh, s'mores. Lord. Now, make sure you take a bite. I'm going to take a cross cut here. Mm -hmm. um, here's the... Uh, okay. Let's see what you got. You got the, uh, mm -hmm. the nice uh, sort of... Uh, what's the symbol called that looks like that? Um, uh, it's killing me. What's it? What is it? Ying yang or ying 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 yang, whatever. Um, so here you go. You only take a cross bite, so you get a little bit of the marshmallow and the chocolate. You guys apparently run in the circle because I'm not familiar. You never played that game? There you go. Yeah, you are. What is the ying yang symbol? Really? Are you familiar with the fifty-fifty? Yeah. Yeah, you know it. If you saw it, you know. All right. These are really good. They actually taste. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're the, s'mores, the s'mores thing is good. I will say I mm -hmm. do love s'mores, but I could tear into those lemons right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean the lemon is just that's really delicious. Please do, Jeff. That's really. You want more? I just like throwing things yeah. at Jeffy. That's really the the large portion of this. That really good. These. Now, can you tell us what we have here as far as cupcakes, Jeffy? Yeah, they're pretty full of cupcakes. <laughs> Enjoy them. So they. Okay. I mean, they're um, just. As simple as they look, this is like an orange topping. Well, this looks like These a red velvet. Some are red velvet. Some are okay. Some kind of blue thing. I don't know. She made some kind of nah, blue thing. No, just eat the darn things. Get them out of my house. <clears throat> Why get them out of your house? You like cupcakes. After a thousand, <laughs> already okay. Okay. Um, so, well, I mean, I, I'll try. I mean, I wouldn't want to be rude. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the red velvet. You're. That's not bad. Oh, yeah. Red velvet. Red velvet. Blue velvet. ones, the blue or purple ones, whatever, are really good too. Mm. Mm -hmm. Might be able to. Use not them. available in any store. Mm -hmm. Only no. through this very special <laughs> offer at Jeffy's house. Oh yeah. Good. Red velvet's always freaking good. Yeah. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Here's a, now here's a blue one with the purple icing. Mm -hmm. Is that the one you're talking about? Very good. Yeah. 
Am I just going to try all these myself? You're not gonna yes, I can't. I've, you know, come, just coming off the bubonic plague. Can't do it. Unless you want to see some projectile vomiting. Okay. Yeah. There's a, um, <laughs> by the way, a, a movement going on where they're removing food coloring. I know it's a pat. Uh, your wife, uh, Jackie, probably a big fan yeah, of Yeah, she's a big fan of that. Um, I think it's horrible. Um, uh, it's a horrific uh, thing. Because I want this to be blue. And I don't know why. Yeah. It doesn't taste yeah. like anything that would be blue. But I still like it being blue. <laughs> I can't explain why. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Delicious. It looks good. It really looks good. really good. And the chocolate ones look really now, what's, good. This, yes, this one here really looks good. interesting I to me. I really want to dive into that. But mm. Oh, so that mm -hmm. one... This one has like... I don't know what the cupcake itself is. It's like a vanilla with just, just chocolate Chocolate topping. icing. Oh, oh This yeah, is a good day. That's, mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Your wife is much more valuable than you. <laughs> yeah. We've to society, to the show. Really? Really to everything. Really. Mm -hmm. really. Mm, that's really good. So, first of all, if you happen to be in an area where Jeffy's wife is serving cupcakes, eat them. That's, Stop that, that's step number one. Okay? Step number two. That seems somewhat unlikely. A little for specific for most, most of, of the audience. audience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but. step number two is uh, both. We uh, recommend, I think, strongly both yes, flavors yes. of Oreos. The s'mores Oreos, which tastes a lot like s'mores, mm -hmm. and a lemon twist, which is an interesting new flavor combination. We believe it's a world first. One of the things that Oreos have that a lot of cookies don't have is they Lard. really enhance no. themselves with milk. So if you dip them in milk, oh. Yeah, really good. So what you're saying some is... Some cookies get mushy, some cookies... Eh, right. Let me see if there's actual taste. lard listed anymore. Lard listed. There's no lard listed anymore? Oh, no, yeah. Did we, we found, we we found like that 96 in 90, 97, something yeah, like 96 that, right? Late 90s, I think they stopped doing lard. Because they still had lard when I was working for Nabisco. They do use leavening. So, I mean, it's very close to <laughs> lard. Nabisco, leavening. thank you. Thank you. Nabisco definitely had lard when you were working Thank at Nabisco. You. Thank you. There is definitely no question about that. What am I going to throw out there for you? I want to take time to savor that one. Um, that's uh, definitely. Uh, yeah. So uh, tomorrow is a radio program, uh, by the way. We will be talking to Jim Gaffigan. I'm very excited about that. Uh, one of the best comedians out there and uh, really funny. And really then, funny. Uh, you know, it's very rare that a celebrity will lower themselves to be on any of our shows. Mm -hmm. So we're excited about that. Uh, I'm be really right. excited because he's going to be on for like half an hour, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, and he's great. He, uh, he's got a new show called The Jim Gaffigan Show. I think you can go to thejimgaffiganshow.com and, and check it out. I think it's going to air, I think I read it's going to air on TV Land or something. And then also on Comedy Central maybe later. Um, so I don't know what the deal is exactly. That's, That's a, a weird arrangement. An interesting distribution model. And also mm -hmm. the, that it was out for free on the internet for like a couple of weeks and then now it's not. So I, I, I really, yeah, it's, we'll have to ask him for the details of it, but yeah. It was really funny, and Glenn's in it, by the way. He does the... I, I get confused between his routine sometimes and Brian Regan, but he, he does... Does he do the McDonald's thing, or is that Regan? Uh, one of them does McDonald's, one of them does kale. He does... Uh, Gaffigan, Gaffigan, Gaffigan does, does kale. Gaffigan does kale, right? Mm -hmm. And how the... <laughs> just, one of my favorite lines is, Kale is a superfood, <laughs> and its special power is tasting bad. <laughs> it is essentially true. Uh, it is absolutely true. Yeah, I saw him, um, I don't know, probably almost a year ago now, and he must have done 45 straight minutes on kale. <laughs> it's so crazy. How much he hated it. And then he came back to it later on. Oh, uh, it's an impressive. Uh, That's good stuff. Uh, we'll see him uh, tomorrow on the radio show. We'll see you, hopefully, there as well. Toodles, Toodles.